it really pushes you to be fully independent. You know, you rely on your instinct, you rely on your gut. Then it's also combined with the adrenaline of, you know, you're being alone and it's the curiosity and, and freedom to explore the world. You open your mind, you learn and educate yourself with the culture that surrounds you. Hello there and welcome to a very special episode of How to Turn 30. My name is Riley Rose Harper and I'm really excited to share this episode with you as it was recorded well over a year ago and it was actually meant to be part of season one. But as the title has probably given it away, it absolutely didn't feel right to release an episode about travel when... Well, we couldn't really travel. And with international travel opening up, and gosh, hopefully we'll be able to travel to more and more places as we come out of what has been so normal for us for the past nearly two years. So I would absolutely love to share this episode with you today on travel. Now, it's quite common that through your 20s, you might do some travel, but what if you didn't? Or what if you did, but you've still got that travel bug that's inside of you and you still have more of the world? to see. Maybe you're heading into your 30s or you're in your 30s and you focus on your job or your career and you're wondering, can I fit that trip in that's been on my bucket list for so long? The answer, according to my next guest, is yes, absolutely. Today I'm speaking with my good friend Vicky Carter. She's over in the UK and a woman of many talents and she's the most avid traveller I have ever met. In fact, I met her when we were both volunteering in Vietnam. She was building houses I was teaching English and I remember meeting Vicky and being absolutely fascinated and inspired by her. The thought of solo travel scared the crap out of me and while I had gone to Vietnam alone, I was still in the comfort and the security of, you know, meeting up with a, tra- a volunteer organization. As for Vicky, she was getting ready to travel up the middle of Vietnam straight after her volunteering stint. It was a whole new world to me of independence, adventure, and I really soaked up everything she said. It's been over 10 years since then. Vicky has been to over 50 countries. So if you're craving a little travel inspo, you're excited to see the world again, please enjoy my chat with Vicky Carter. Vicky, you are a broadcaster, a radio announcer, a writer, a journalist. Have I missed anything? I know, I've got so many. Um, I think you managed to cover all of them, yeah, but definitely a massive fan of travel. That's my number one love, always and forever. And that's how we actually met as well. I know, back in Vietnam, that would have been about 10 years ago, maybe even more. Crikey. A blast from the past. I know. And I do miss those time back in Nam. Oh, back in Nam. And you know what? It's still probably the best thing I've ever done, to be honest. I actually only recently was um, looking on Google Street View and looking at, you know, the school. And I tried to find the house that we lived in, but I couldn't remember the name. And yeah, it was, it was so special. And, and, and that's why travel is so important, because it's really memories that you do make forever. Yes, of course. Yeah, for me, I feel it really pushes you to be fully independent. You know, you rely on your instinct, you rely on your gut. Then it's also combined with the adrenaline of, you know, you're being alone and it's the curiosity and and freedom to explore the world. You open your mind, you learn and educate yourself with the culture that surrounds you and you immerse yourself. And then you can choose when you want to connect with individuals, which I also think is really empowering. I've, I've always been a massive like fan of traveling. I think I've now 
been to over 50 countries and the first time I went by myself anywhere was when I was 12 years old so for me I know it was uh, me because I grew up in the Middle East so it was flying back from the Middle East to England to see family Uh, even then I can imagine I remember going up to to check in at the desk and the lady said to me at the desk oh you're 12 years old do you want to be accompanied by someone I said no I can handle myself (laughs) and that's just it's, it's that attitude you know when you're when you're traveling around it's like right that's okay I've got the whole world at my feet and I've got this old map and I'm going to go around and explore and I just love that sense that moment right then and there I think it's just so incredibly empowering. So in Australia we've got uh, a little bit of a culture of you know you finish high school and you have a gap year and you might go over to Europe and you might do a Kentucky or you might go and live in London and work in a pub and go sort of um, you know hopping over Europe. If for someone that is listening and, you know, maybe nearing into their 30s and thinks they've missed the boat, what would you say to that? No, no, you haven't. Oh, my gosh. Also, when you said Kentucky, that brought back so many memories uh... to me as well when I when I took my cap year. But that's the thing. I think I'm a completely, entirely different person from when I travelled when I was 18 mm. to when I'm travelling now. And I think you just have a different kind of experience. And I think the, the more mature traveller you are, the different kind of pace you're going to to take your experiences, your connections. I think it's so important to realise that you can travel at any age. And I think it's so important to still have those connections and values when you do. I mean, some of the most kick-ass adventurers around, like Jackie Hill Murphy, she started travelling when she was in her 50s. And she's, I'm not talking about, you know, oh yeah, I'll I'll go to Myanmar and see some temples. She canoed up the Amazon, you know, Kate... (laughs) these are like incredible women Kate Rules she um cycled from one end of South America to the other like Felicity Aston was the first person to first female sorry to ski alone across the Antarctic and these are women in their 40s and their 50s age is just a number it's their mentality you need to push yourself and say now is the time I want to do this Uh, you know and I think it's like I said before it's important to follow your heart follow your desires no matter what age you are yeah like literally if you've had that on your vision board or your cork board in your bedroom since you were you know 21 years old then you should go see wherever you want to see Definitely. And I, there's so many um, networks and different groups where you can reach out to other people if you don't feel comfortable yeah. or confident enough to go on your own. You can connect with like-minded individuals and go together. There's so many support networks that are encouraging to do so. Mm. Um, and I think yeah, obviously seeing these these visions of places that you want to go to, I think now is the time, whatever age, if you want to go there, you've just got to encourage yourself to do it. It's just booking that flight and packing that bag and saying, you know what, I'm going to push myself and I'm going to encourage myself to develop myself even further to reach my full potential and set my soul on fire. Not literally. <laughs> <laughs> That would be awful. I do love that saying, though. It's it's so accurate (laughs) as well. Um, Can you elaborate at all on travelling on a budget or sort of navigating when you have a career and a job as well? How do you get around that? That's a big question. Um, Mm, (laughs) I'll first start with, like, travel tips. I think a few of the, the main things that I always like to keep in mind, like, 
whenever I go somewhere I always tend to book the first place I stay and then from then on I just kind of hope to go with the flow see what happens Mm -hmm. because especially when you pre-book places you know whether that's online or through a guidebook things have changed and the more expensive places are actually online but if you go and have a go down the street and find that there's somewhere around the corner that's a local homestay it might be half the price and they don't have uh, uh, things online as well Um, and especially if you're traveling to Europe say Scandinavia for me it was a lifesaver booking uh, Airbnb or a hostel or finding a local place to stay that had a kitchen because then you could cook some of the meals at home and save you Mm. some money or even you know make your own sandwich and and bring it for the day when you're out sightseeing Um, and also most importantly is do as the locals do so whether that's transport or food or drink it's following what they do it's getting recommendations from actual real local people rather than just following restaurants that other tourists are going to Mm. and it's all about the journey as well I think not just the destination so for example if you want to go see a temple somewhere or if you want to go see a mountain taking a local bus might be yes a little bit slower um, but you'll meet local people on the way and they they might in they might ask to to, to invite you sorry to a a wedding that's what happened to us when we're in India we got a local train and they invited us to an Indian wedding so it's those conversations I know it was mad it was so crazy um there's those conversations with locals and real connections and you can see how beautiful you know you might pass these these rice fields or stop off in the middle of nowhere and see these beautiful sites because you've taken a local bus rather than a tourist bus with blacked out windows and you aren't able to actually connect with the people and the culture um so those are my top my top tips I think and what was the other question sorry how do you balance travel with with career with work and career and you might be you know chipping away at something but you know that you want to take a trip as well is it just about finding those little pockets of time yeah, I think so. I mean, it's it's so challenging. It's something I remember actually uh, when I f- first came back from this big trip I had after university and I was in a relationship and I was trying to sort myself out and build up my career and it was just me launching into it. And it, it felt like a huge balancing act, mm. trying to do everything. And the more time and energy you put into your career you know the more time you invest in it um you find you kind of find it harder for you to 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 leave it to to even just go on a holiday or something but I think you have to remember your worth Mm. your worth in what you do and the energy you bring and it is finding a pocket of time and saying okay actually I'm going to put myself first in the situation I'm going to give myself two or three weeks off to reconnect recharge come back and you might come back buzzing with ideas with connections you've made with maybe you've created a documentary audio or visual maybe you've written a few articles on the way and I think it's not saying to yourself completely when you when you go to these things oh you know I have to always put my career first it's it's really important to put yourself first so if you're urging to go somewhere and you really want to listen to listen to what you want because you'll actually be be saying no to yourself and and forcing yourself to not 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 go for your career when actually your heart says another not another thing mm-hmm. so I think actually 
going and, and doing and following what you want is more important. Yeah, you're so right. It does really open yourself up and, and what you're going to bring to the workplace as well. And, you know, you come back and you're happier and more um, yeah, in line with your soul is what you're saying. Definitely. And I think it gives you a life perspective. You might, like you said, have an admin job and then come back. And, and when you are on your trip, you've connected with someone who said, oh, you know, it's given you a fresh new idea of, of a different perspective of life, of what, what jobs you want to do, what, what career you want to follow, what connections, what priorities you have in your life. And it gives you a fresh new perspective. And that time away from you know the chaotic world you live in the hustle and bustle of always being on your phone and meeting people and doing this mm. and everything's going 100 miles per hour but that forced slowing down makes you really assess what are your key values in life what areas you want to improve so you can develop yourself and maybe even change career or come back with just a fresh new energy and as you said happiness and mm. and it, and see your life in a different way so what are your top moments, Vicky? Can you even pinpoint them? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, that is a difficult question. Like, would be um, like choosing babies, wouldn't it? <laughs> I know, exactly. That's the thing. And each country, each area of the world is so different. Recently, I did drive across Canada last summer with my best friend and it was like Thelma and Louise. Oh. Some of the stories I had never shared because <laughs> um, I'm going to keep it for when I write a book. Oh, it's going to yes. be an anonymous book. Please do. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, it was pretty wild. Um, but also, I mean, in Nepal as well, it's one of the most beautiful countries I've been to and I love mm. extreme sports. And I did this thing called parahawking there, which is basically like you're paragliding, but they train vultures to come and collect meat from your hand whilst you're paragliding. <laughs> That is so good. I love that. It was, yeah, it was so cool. So, yeah, definitely that. And then, of course, Italy, you know, the mm. food, the wine, the the men, the gorgeous mm. architecture. What's not to love? Mm. So it's hard. Yeah, I can't answer with just one. I'm sorry. <laughs> mm, no, I think that's definitely really good inspiration for us listening, though. I definitely feel like I need a book in my next trip ASAP. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to when I can properly travel again. I know. I know. So true. Well, Vicky, you've got lots of um, writing and audio and podcasts yourself. Where can we find more from you? Oh, well, yeah, no, do feel free to just check out my website, VickyEcarter.com or on socials. I'm all Vicky E. Carter, which is V-I-C-K-Y-E-C-A-R-T-E-R. Thank you so much to Vicky Carter for joining me on How to Turn 30. You can follow me at Riley Rose Harper or you can follow How to Turn 30 on Instagram. And if you've got any feedback or you'd like me to cover anything specifically, please let me know. Please slide into my DMs. And of course, if you could leave me a rating and a review, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I am working on a season two of How to Turn 30. So if you've got anything specifically you'd like me to cover yes definitely let me know and I will do my absolute best for you in the meantime take care and I'll talk to you soon